0: here. Welcome to the No Spin News, Thursday, January seventh, two 2021. Stand up for your country. So once again, we have an enormous amount of factual material to present to you this evening. So I always recommend that you watch this broadcast with a pen and paper. Those of you who are BillOReilly.com premium and concierge members, you can get transcripts. All right. Uh, We do have them available for you. Now, if you're discussing this uh, unbelievable political situation in this country, you need to be armed and dangerous with facts. That's the only way not to waste your time. And remember, when you present facts to people, because we back up what we say, um, so they're indisputable, and they reject the facts, you just don't want to continue the conversation. Now, we all know individuals who just are babbling idiocy. OK, they themselves may not be idiots, but the stuff coming out of their mouth is just bilge, word of the day, B-I-L-G-E. All right. It's nonsense. Again, you only go so far with those kinds of people. So they're just driving you crazy. I don't take those people seriously. And if they want to vent, I give them maybe 30 seconds and I go, whoa, 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 and kind of steer it out of there. But the point of this monologue is that we are going to give you very, very important information tonight. We also, for those people who are just babbling incoherently, and that means pretty much 90% of the corporate media, I'm opening up BillOReilly.com, this broadcast and last night's broadcast to everyone for the entire weekend. So you can steer people in if they want to know the truth. Remember, Many people do not, do not want to know the truth because it goes up against their preconceived notions. Well, Also, in this broadcast, I'm going to read a lot of your mail, a lot of your reaction. Okay, let's begin with everybody loses here. There are no winners in what happened yesterday, the assault on the nation's capital. Nobody wins. Okay? There are four dead people. There is a damaged president. All right. Donald Trump's historical legacy was damaged. And I'll tell you exactly how. Is that fair? Maybe not. But life is not fair, as you know. So I'm going to begin with the professional agitators, which is a very interesting um, subject that the media won't cover. The corporate media. There were professional agitators. Involved in the pro-Trump demonstrations yesterday. Those are people who travel from place to place trying to cause trouble. In some cases, violent trouble. Antifa, part of that. Proud Boys, part of that. Not all of them, but a number of them. So there were professional agitators in the crowd that assaulted the Capitol. Who were they? We don't know. But Sarah Palin went on Nationwide TV and said this. Keep in mind, we don't know
1: who all were the instigators in this, um, of these horrible things that happened today. I think a lot of it is the Antifa folks. I've been sent pictures of the same characters whom were captured on images today storming the Capitol, as had been in uh, protests on the other side of politics earlier in the summer.
0: All right. So Mrs. Palin believes, apparently believes, that Antifa was involved. Well, we checked it out. And there is no solid information about Antifa at this point. None. The pictures she referred to have been examined by a number of agencies, and there is no conclusive proof that these people are Antifa or anybody else. So what Mrs. Palin was doing is what almost everybody does. She was taking speculation and putting it out there as truth. So how do we find out? who these professional agitators were. And let me tell you how I know there were pros there. It's a certain type of person who knows how to break into a building. There were people who brought bars, okay, hand bars, where you could smash things, to the Capitol. You don't do that if you're a peaceful demonstrator. You don't do that if you're an ordinary protester. You bring in a bar, you're bringing it to use it. Okay, it's like an accelerant when you saw the George Floyd protests. People brought accelerants to start fires, and they brought bars to smash windows. They brought the bars to the Capitol. Okay, now, police say about 70 people have been arrested. This is Washington, D.C. police, Metro police, not the feds. All right, 70 arrests so far. Only one is for a riot. One out of seventy. Are you kidding me? How many people do we see inside that rotunda? Had to be a hundred. One. The others are curfew violators, um, people carrying weapons into the District of Columbia. Um, Simple assault, one. Defacing public property, one. You have one arrest right now on the record for a riot. It's just inconceivable to me. So what are you going to get out of one person? Are you going to know who these professional agitators are? No, you're not. And sadly, this is the state of law enforcement in our nation's capital. So I don't expect to get any profile. I hope we do. But I expect it. Now, the feds have released data about arrests made after the George Floyd killing. About six months of arrests. You ready for this? There are 340 active federal cases. In a six-month period in all of those cities, 340, there have been three out of the 340 that have pled guilty, just three, all right? The number of people still in detention, federal detention, is 62. The others are bailed out or were released. The total number of arrests made, federal, state, local, almost 14,000. Out of the 14,000, only 340 are being prosecuted by the feds. Now, you can't tell me out of that 14,000 that are only 340 people cross state lines to do this stuff after the George Floyd incident, because that's not true. There is no will by law enforcement to prosecute these people after George Floyd and yesterday. There's no will. You will never stop this kind of anarchy unless you prosecute. Okay. of those still uh, active in the in the uh, federal cases, 40 percent are white, 33 percent black, 6 percent Hispanic and the rest. People don't know what they are, I guess. That's the Associated Press reporting. Now, everybody who participates in civil unrest, in violent protest. Should go to prison. So, where you stop? It. Maybe just for a day or two if it's a minor a fraction. Everybody. I'm a judge, I'm giving him prison time. Okay, let's get to the political aspect of this. There is a major villain emerging, and that man's name is Senator Chuck Schumer from New York. He now is calling for the removal. Of President Trump using the 25th um, Amendment 25th Amendment is presidents unfit for office I write about it extensively in killing Reagan okay never used but I really spell it out so Schumer who's gonna be the majority leader in the Senate says oh, I gotta move Trump out now so I say to myself is that gonna help the country You'll just inflame Trump supporters even more, Senator Schumer, will you not? There's less than two weeks left of Donald Trump's term. Why would you do that? Why would you put the nation through another hateful exercise? Why? Because Schumer doesn't care about you or me or the country. He is and always has been a rank ideologue who worships at the altar of power. He has been senator here in New York for decades. He has done nothing, nothing to help this state, which is in a disastrous position right now. So Schumer publicly is calling for Donald Trump to be removed using the Constitution. That's not going to happen, okay? now. President-elect Biden should stop this immediately and show some leadership. He should come out today and say, we're not going to do that because that divides the country even further and creates hatred. So Donald Trump will serve out the next 13 days and then I'll take over. I would respect Joe Biden if he did that. Will he do it? No. No. Unless he sees me right now, and he may get a transcript and changes his mind and wises up a little bit. But if he did that, if he shut Schumer up, as he should, if he really wants Biden to represent all of the people, points his finger at Schumer and says, button it now. All right. Now, yesterday, Schumer took to the floor to grandstand about the riots. Go.
1: I want to be very clear. Those who perform these reprehensible acts cannot be called protesters. No, these were rioters and insurrectionists, goons and thugs, domestic terrorists. They do not represent America.
0: On June 1st, Schumer also took to the floor to talk about the George Floyd protesters.
1: The small minority who exploit the moment for violence and mayhem are wrong and do not advance the cause of justice. But I would note that while over 4,000 protesters have been arrested in the last week, only one in four of the police officers involved in the killing of George Floyd has been arrested. While that statistic does not excuse the violence we have seen, it certainly helps to explain the frustration and anger right now.
0: Oh, that's good. We explain the frustration and anger of people burning buildings, assaulting police, and destroying entire neighborhoods. We can explain and understand their anger, according to Chuck Schumer. But you can't explain and understand the anger of the people yesterday in Washington who rioted. Now, I don't explain anything. You riot, you destroy, you're a traitor, in my opinion. There's no but, there's no however, in my analysis. But Schumer, well, we can explain the frustration and anger of his left-wing cadre, but never the conservative people who feel that the election was fraudulent. Biden and Harris. So we did some research on uh, what their posture was in the wake of the George Floyd riots. First, Mr. Biden. And he is horrifyingly and not surprisingly intentionally stoking the flames of division and racism in this country. I said from the outset of the recent protests, That there's no place for violence or destruction of property. Peaceful protesters should be protected and arsonists and anarchists should be prosecuted. And local law enforcement can do that. No, they can't. So Mr. Biden blamed Donald Trump for all the riots after the George Floyd killing. He. But local law enforcement can handle it. Obviously, local law enforcement could not. All right. So Biden, it's the same old thing. Joe doesn't know what's happening. Simple as that. About Kamala Harris on the Floyd stuff. Roll it. People are
1: rightfully angry and exhausted. And after the murders of Brianna and George and Ahmad and so many others, it's no wonder people are taken to the streets. And I support them. We must always defend peaceful protest and peaceful protesters. We should not confuse them with those looting and committing acts of violence.
0: All right. So she convicts the police officers involved in the shootings after the murder. She used the words murders. Okay. Not the deaths. Murders. And this is what she did. You'll remember to Kavanaugh. Convicted Kavanaugh of heinous crimes based on nothing, all right? This is why this woman is so dangerous. And then she goes, it's no wonder people are taking to the streets. It's no wonder, you know, and I I support that. Well, is it any wonder that millions of Americans feel that the election was fraudulent when the Attorney General, William Barr, said there was fraud in the election? Do you understand that? Ms. Harris, do you understand? The it's not, it's way beyond hypocrisy now. We're into a zone where much of our leadership in this country is corrupt. They're corrupt people. Pelosi's corrupt. Schumer's corrupt. Harris is corrupt. I'm not going to say Biden. Not yet. I'm not, I don't think that's right. I'll just say, in my opinion, Biden is clueless. The media. I'm not going to spend a lot of time on this, because if you don't know by now that the corporate media is off the charts corrupt, if you're still watching cable television for information, I understand you might want to see the pictures, the video. But if you're really sitting there and watching any corporate media for information, I can't help you. I can't. So here's just a short sample of the national press saying that Donald Trump is directly responsible for the riots yesterday,
1: go. I'll be honest, I'm still sort of having chills by the fact that the sitting president of the United States actually encouraged this behavior and encouraged what is happening right now.
0: President Trump, if he wanted to, and there is really no reason to think he wants to, He could stop this. He could stop it with one tweet, and
1: he will not because, frankly, he likes this. These insurrectionists took their marching orders from and wore the colors of a very small man once considered the leader of the free world. A man who has shown himself to be a coward, who has whipped them into a frenzy with lies about the election ever since he lost more than a month ago.
0: Okay, so Anderson Cooper has no interest in investigating what happened in the election, but anybody who does is lying, according to Mr. Cooper. According to Jake Tapper, President Trump enjoyed watching the Capitol building assaulted. How would Tapper know that? How? I mean, that's defamation per se, with malice. Now, Donald Trump can't sue because he's a public person, and our laws are insane in this area. So we have, of of course, a media that has hated Donald Trump from the beginning, and that hatred is a contagion, like COVID. So the hatred that the media has brought in its coverage of President Trump is now infected Many of the supporters of Mr. Trump, they've caught the virus. And this is really wreaking havoc in this country. Not to be outdone, NBC News, which has now decided to play the race card all the time. Not once in a while, all the time. Roll the tape. White Americans aren't afraid of the cops. White Americans are never afraid of the cops, even when they're committing insurrection, even when they're engaged in attempting to occupy our capital to steal the votes of people who look like me. because in their minds, they own this country, they own that capital, they own the cops. I, I, I'm not even going to comment. But NBC News has put that person in a primetime position. Social media. So, Donald Trump gave Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, an excuse to ban him. Now, the excuse is flimsy that Donald Trump incited the violence in Washington. Nevertheless, Facebook, Twitter and YouTube have banned him. So. What does the president do? There are alternatives. Parler, I think, is one. But this is a pretty serious situation. So you have the three most powerful social media operations saying that guy, even though he's president, we're going to allow him to get his opinion or say anything any longer. Think about it. Think about it now. Did Donald Trump incite the violence? No. But he made a huge mistake, a mistake that's going to hurt his legacy. So a hundred thousand people are in D.C. supporting Donald Trump's contention that the election was fraudulent. He knows that. He knows there's anger in the air. He gives a speech to his supporters. That's perfectly reasonable to do. They are supporting him in his view of the vote. I would have done it, but in a speech to a hundred thousand angry people, you got to tamp down the anger and roll up the facts just as I do on this broadcast. So you have to say a number of times, please do not be like the George Floyd protesters who did damage to people and property. Please do not do that. You ha- President Trump should have said that. Tamped down the emotion and presented his case with facts. He did not. Huge mistake for his legacy. In fact, the irony of this is that the people who love Trump the most... Have hurt him the most by sieging that capital yesterday. Okay, the Republican Party. There are Trump haters within it. Many of them were personally attacked by the president. You know about John McCain. And I want you to Google O'Reilly Donald Trump McCain. And you will see how I confronted Donald Trump, then a candidate, about his assessment of Senator McCain, the late Senator McCain. That is well worth watching. Okay, so Liz Cheney, the congresswoman from Wyoming, despises Donald Trump because Mr. Trump attacked her father for creating unnecessary war and killing Americans. Here's what Ms. Cheney said yesterday.
1: We just had a violent mob assault the U.S. Capitol uh, in an attempt to prevent us from carrying out our constitutional duty. Uh, and, and there's no question that the president formed the mob, the president decided the mob, the president addressed the mob. He was at the flame.
0: With respect, I disagree with Ms. Cheney. Simple all I can say. Mitt Romney, senator from Utah, again, same thing. All right, Donald Trump called him a loser, called him all kinds of names. Romney hates Trump. Here's what Romney said yesterday. What happened here today was an insurrection incited by the President of the United States. Those who choose to continue to support a dangerous gambit by objecting to the results of a legitimate democratic election will forever be seen as being complicit. Well, how does Senator Romney know it was a legitimate democratic election? How? There has been no federal investigation of it. There has been no special counsel appointed to look into the vote on November 3rd, which there obviously should be. Now, Jonathan Turley, not a conservative, a constitutional law professor at George Washington University, a very far-left school, Turley has a column posted on realclearpolitics.com explaining why there must be an investigation of the election, which I have called for since November 4th, the day after. So we got to do forensics. you got to do all kinds of very, very expensive, and difficult micro look, Philadelphia, Wayne County, Fulton County, Clark County, Nevada, just to put this to rest. Maybe Romney's right. Maybe it was a legitimate democratic election. But he doesn't know, nor does he care to find out. Now, will Joe Biden push? An election election investigation? No. Will the Senate? No. Senate lost to the Democrats in Georgia? No. Is the Justice Department going to do it under the new Attorney General Merrick Garland? No. No one will do it. And that is another casualty of this unbelievable political frenzy. We're never going to know. OK, again, the most important point I think I've made is that, in my opinion, a humble opinion based on facts, I don't think Donald Trump wanted violence to happen. I don't think he incited the crowd. I don't think this was on his plate at all because this has damaged him. And I, I, I know the guy better than anybody. If you read The United States of Trump, and I hope you have, if you haven't, please get it the United States of Trump, you will understand the man at least partially. He's not a guy that wants violence. Okay. So we got 13 days left of the Trump administration. And as I said yesterday, historians are now going to write his legacy. What are historians going to use? Well, the ones that come out with the books late this year, next year, Bob Woodward, another book. It'll be a hatchet. Okay, they're going to basically take this capital siege and make this the whole Trump experience. So all of the good things that he did with the economy overseas, things like that, vanish into thin air. They'll use this horrendous display which will live forever on the Internet, to define Donald Trump. Now, that's not fair, but that will happen. And life is not fair. And you all know that in your own personal lives by watching what's happened in the public arena. Life is not fair. Never has been. Our country is not fair. That election was not fair. I don't know if it rose to the level of action. But I do know there was some cheating going on. According to the Attorney General, Bob, Bill Barr. And why would he lie? He didn't want it. He didn't want it at all. He quit, so he didn't have to deal with it. Foreign reaction. Now, this hurts me. I know a lot of people overseas. I've been to 82 countries. I lived in England for a year. So we are the most powerful and successful country in the world, and it's not even close, there's not a close second. Therefore, people are jealous of us. And if you go to foreign countries the way I have, many of them welcome Americans, like Americans, Americans spend money, but a lot of them don't, okay? And it's because they're jealous of our success. So now, the whole world sees thugs breaking into the Capitol to try to do damage to our system. And it's celebrated, celebrated in many precincts. So I'm going to give you three world leaders, Sweden, prime minister, Stefan Luffin, deeply worrying developments in Washington. This is an assault on democracy. President Trump and several members of Congress bear substantial responsibility for developments. Well, how would you know, Mr. Prime Minister? How would you know? How about Belgian Prime Minister Sophie Wilmès, closely following what's happening in Washington? These images are shocking, also because they hurt our democratic ideals. They show the extent of President-elect Biden's task, which will be to unite American society around a common project. We trust him to do that. All right, fine. Fine. But I haven't seen a, a real stand up in leadership from Mr. Biden so far. Maybe that'll happen soon. I hope it does. Finally, Boris Johnson, the Prime Minister of Great Britain. Disgraceful scenes in U.S. Congress. The USA stands for Democracy Around the World is now vital. should be a peaceful and orderly transition of power. Okay, that's fine. I don't don't have a problem with that. Now you. Um, So to me, you are more important in the media and more important than the politicians who are exploiting this situation. I really am sincerely interested every day in hearing what you have to say. So I'm going to read a lot of email. And if you want to reach me, I'm bill at com, bill at com. You got to put your name in town if you want to be considered. We have message boards on com where you can post or you can email me. So Janice is a concierge member on the message board. President Trump's speech was true. He was cheated out of his second term, and that should be investigated. Storming the Capitol building was just plain stupid. We need more information on who was involved in that riot. Lloyd on the message board, President Trump has gone off the deep end in the last two weeks. He's hurt the country badly. He was complicit in the loss of the senatorial elections in Georgia and in the storming of the Capitol by the mob today. Larry McDaniel, Tonto Basin, Arizona. Bill, you do not realize how many people at home cheered the demonstrators. Larry, I fully realize it. I also realize how many people at home cheered the George Floyd demonstrators. You want to be in that bowl? Do you want to be there? Know what you want to be? Anarchy is anarchy. But I realize it. Absolutely. Tony, Bill, thank you for your honest coverage of the events. I'm saddened. Frustrated? I agree with you that for the country's sake, if not for himself, President Trump must move on. Leonard, concierge member of BillOReilly.com, I don't support the actions of those who broke into the Capitol, but I can agree with you, Bill, about your insertion there is the same as the evil rioters and arsonists who intentionally destroyed the livelihoods of thousands of civilians after George Floyd. Well, okay, but I don't get your reasoning, Leonard. Um, The people yesterday intentionally besmirched our Capitol building. Intentionally. What's the difference? Four people dead. Sharon, no one will look at the evidence. We just want evidence to be presented in a court. The evidence is there, but no one will look at it. I feel your pain and frustration, Sharon. But the Trump lawyers had an opportunity to put forth what evidence they had, and it was not enough, in my opinion, to overturn the vote. They did have a chance to put it out there, and still do. Bruce MacGibbon, Gresham, Oregon, suburb of Portland. The reason the people were so upset was because traitor Mike Pence, who obviously does not plan to ever run for anything again, decided he did not have the authority to decertify the states that cheated. Bruce, yesterday I went over the Constitution and the Vice President. I hope you look at it. Mr. Pence did not have the authority to do that. Period. Ken Moran, Northumberland, Pennsylvania. Are you ever going to hold Trump responsible for the loss of presidency, House and Senate and the action of these nuts at the Capitol, O'Reilly? Ken, I mean, I don't know how much you're watching, but I've covered this in a very fair, methodical, and fact-based manner, as I have always covered Donald Trump. I criticize him when I believe he does something wrong. Patricia Smith, Indianapolis. Thank you, Bill. Your live coverage is spot on. Brought me to tears. Haters on both sides are ruining the country. Patrick, I'm going to withhold his last name. Harrisville rhode island bill the protesters did not violate congress congress violated the american people patrick that's a dangerous rationalization that leads to anarchy i hope you think about it joan libra gillespie illinois thank you bill i agree with you completely the people that broke into the capitol should be prosecuted as well as the social justice rioters and looters You are the only true journalist I trust. You give us the truth, you break everything down, and you do the best research. Thank you, Joe. I appreciate that compliment very much. Thomas Carter Evans, Georgia. Bill, your last few broadcasts have given me a tremendous knowledge and insight into American politics. It's the best news coverage and analysis I've seen. I am a committed truth seeker, so I want straight and honest reporting. And you give it. I appreciate that very much. Thomas spread the word. We need everybody to know that this broadcast is available. Gordon Miller, Willow spring, North Carolina. He said twice last night that in two years, a backlash against Democrats will be ferocious. It will not because Democrats can steal the next election like they did this one. Well, Gordon, if that's true, why did the Republicans do so well in the house races? They want all of them. Facts. And I don't know if the backlash will be ferocious. I can, It could be if the economy goes south. Julie Crowell, Cottonwood Heights, Utah. Bill, you've always said to watch your show with pen and paper to take notes. And until today, I never did that. But I've changed. The attack on the Capitol building and results of the Georgia election was far too much information to process. Not to mention my liberal son constantly texting me the Democratic talking points in New York Times headlines. I needed to process all the information, and now I wrote it all down, and now I have honest and clear analysis. Look, this is what's important. You have people in your lives feeding you propaganda, and you've had it with it, and you care about those people. you got to use this resource that we have here. The stuff I present to you, is in stone. Brian Masonbrick, Neptune Beach, Florida. Kudos to you, Bill, for speaking the truth, being right about the election, not being overturned. I didn't like it when you said it, but I'm glad you told the truth. Lynn Larson, Hampton, New Hampshire. Watching your broadcast on the first now. I agree with you 100%. Now that we are faced with the certainty of a Biden presidency, what is the single most effective thing a lone individual can do to work towards a return of conservative leadership. Nothing right now, Lynn. And that's why you want to continue watching me. So I will give you very precise things that you can and should do to protect yourself, your family, and your country. Going forward, we will be ahead. But now everybody's quiet, including President Trump. Paul Stankin, Orange County, Orange, California, Bill Joe Manchin, maybe the most powerful man in the Senate, if he is as moderate as he says he is and loves America as much as he says he does, he may be the one to save our Constitution. Absolutely. Manchin is the guy. Perry Camp, Marana, Arizona. Your prediction about the demise of network news just took on more credibility. You bet. You watch and see what happens in the next six months. Henry Hayes, Tokoa, Georgia. You compared Mitch McConnell's action on the 2000 check stimulus to the action on Kate's law. I don't think that's fair. Case law would have been good for the country. 2,000 would not. Your opinion, Henry, and you're entitled to it. But voters in Georgia, at least some of them, wanted to 2,000 instead of the 600. And that affected the race. Quick break. Back with this day in history and a final thought on what we do now.
1: Hey, guys. It's Vivek Ramaswamy here, inviting you to listen to my podcast, Truth. We just relaunched it after the campaign. And hear the conversations you're not going to find anywhere else, the conversations that will challenge you, that will challenge me, then subscribe to Truth with Vivek Ramaswamy on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. And I promise you, you're going to cover terrain that you're not going to hear elsewhere. All right, this day in history, um,
0: let me see, this day in history... I have some stuff here that I've already done, and I have to get rid of this script. That's why I'm filibustering. Uh, I don't have this day in history. Yes, I do. Here it is. January 7th, 1789, first presidential election begins. And the folks didn't vote. The states voted. Okay? 13 states. 1789, George Washington elected unanimously. All right. In play, John Jay, George Clinton, John Hancock. But everybody wanted General Washington. They got him. Now, for his inauguration, Washington rolled down the Hudson River in a barge decorated in red, white and blue because New York was the capital then of the United States. Washington's inaugural ceremony was performed on Wall Street. Okay. Word of the day, do not be a pugnarian when writing to us. Go to the BillOReilly.com store, get The United States of Trump, Killing Crazy Horse. You need some escape. Escape. Back with a final thought in a moment. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall to 65532. All right, very short final thought we had in the uh, letters. What do we do now? Nothing. Just everybody keep quiet for a little while. Let the inauguration unfold. On Monday, I will have some advice for President Trump on how he should uh, conduct himself on an inaugural day. He doesn't listen to me, but I think it's good advice. We'll do that on Monday. But for you and me, Let's just relax. I'm going to watch some of the NFL games. All right? I'm going to take some walks. I'm going to make sure the terror dog gets exercise. But I'm backing away. All right? Because it isn't worth it. It's over. The damage yesterday was colossal. We'll get past it. The haters will keep bringing it up. But we, the people, will get past it. And then I will cover Biden fairly. I will tell you what he's doing and why he's doing it and how you can protect yourself if it's bad. I'll do that. That's my mandate for the next year. And in two years, if things go south under the Democratic leadership, they have no excuses now. I believe there'll be a backlash in this country, which is what we need. We need to get back on traditional tracks. This progressive nonsense, this socialism, this PC garbage, this has got to go. Got to go. But it ain't going in the next year or two. But we are going to look beyond that. I want you to have a good weekend. Spread the word. Everybody can watch this broadcast and yesterday's broadcast free on BillOReilly.com. If they want to know the truth. And again, many of them do not. And you can't force them. But if you know people who sincerely want to know the truth, just give them a heads up. And you let me know. If you think that I'm on the wrong path or whatever, I like disagreement. I like dissent. All right. That is it for us today. Thank you very much for watching and listening, because we are on the radio now. And I, I hope you have a great weekend.